Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I am so excited about today's guest because we're going to be talking about communication. And yeah, the focus of the program is going to be on women, but hello, men, you need to be paying attention to this too because there are women in your lives. (laughs) And maybe really important. There is a wife you're supporting. There are employees that you have that are women that you are supporting. Maybe you're a mentor to women. Um, Maybe you have daughters. That's even more important. And so we really want to have a great discussion today. And so please join me in welcoming Lale. I got a yay, Lale Hancock to our program today. Welcome, Lale. Thank you, Deb. I'm so grateful to be here. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will just jump into this because it's going to be a great discussion. So, Lale, I'm Alamans. See, I knew I was going to mess it up. Lale Hancock <laughs> is a leadership and entrepreneurial coach, professional services consultant, personal wellness mentor, and founder and CEO of global professional services company Bella Lapemeo. And we're going to have you explain that so that you can tell us how you came up with that name. Forced to flee Iran as a young girl and eventually settling in the U.S. at the age of 11, Lale's personal story is a testament to her intelligence, resilience, and entrepreneurial attitude. A highly respected executive and leadership coach, Lale has a particular interest in supporting and encouraging the leadership capabilities of women in business in the workplace, at home, and in the wider community. She is featured along luminaries such as Oprah Winfrey and Melinda Gates in the 2019 publication, America's Leading Ladies, Storage of Courage, Stories of Courage, Challenge, and Triumph. Lale has had a highly celebrated career in professional services, corporate leadership, recruitment, and executive coaching. So again, welcome to the program, Lale. Thank you so much for having me here. Well, let's go back a little bit because your story really is quite the story. And so we won't start you know, with, with when you had to, to flee Iran, but how is it that you came to where you are today and discovered that this is your passion in life? You know what? I don't know that anything's changed since I was seven years old and I, I flee Iran, you mm-hmm. know? Like for me, my life has always been about empowering mm-hmm. others. And it's looked different in different, mm-hmm. I'd say, titles that I've had in different mm-hmm. organizations. But it's always been like, what do I know that I can share with the world? Mm-hmm. And now I get to actually travel the world and sprinkle those seeds so that mm-hmm. it's not just me and the companies that I work with who mm-hmm. have the tools and the resources, but everyone can have those tools available in their right. lives. You know, and it's it's so interesting, and you know, you have to read the book to to understand more about your story. Um, but you really have been through so much, and you know, a a big part of that was the fact that you were resilient. You you know, you you didn't hide. You just were like, we got another change. Got to got to go live through this, which I think is is so important, especially for women, because. In many cases, we tend to go, oh, I don't know. I'm just going to go stand in the corner. Um, I'm, I don't want to lead. All of these various things. And you work with women to show them, you know what? No, you, know, you, you are powerful. You have a voice. And, and we need to be hearing that voice. Yeah. You know what's interesting is I do work with men and women, and mm-hmm. I don't separate them. But right. for today's conversation, we are going to talk more about women. And 
I have to say, women are natural leaders. Right. right? We were we have born, to lead families. Yes, we were born to have children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we lead so many aspects mm-hmm. of our personal lives anyway. Right. There is still, we're in 2020, and there's still the stigma that at work, we need to hide. We need right. to stand back. Mm-hmm. We need to be, I mean, there's, I mean, like you said, in this book alone, these are all leaders. These are all women who have done something. I mean, whether mm-hmm. you're talking about Melinda Gates, who works with Bill Gates in the mm-hmm. foundation. So she might be a little hidden, but she's not. Right. You know, She's still leading mm-hmm. in her own way. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to just even bring to women's attention is that you're already leading. Right. It's just that we tend to hide it from us. Mm-hmm. And we tend to hide our own voice from us and from mm-hmm. others. And you have so much to share mm-hmm. that is valuable. Right but you have to be willing to actually be visible Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And so if you're willing to really like, it's not about anyone else, but if you're willing to acknowledge some things about you to you, Mm -hmm. your life will be different. Right. You know, and I love that you brought up Melinda Gates because she's a great example of a leader who's not the face of something. Um, You know, I, I would guess that most people, would not know her by by seeing her picture. You know, we're we're all going to look at Bill Gates and maybe go, "Oh, that's the Microsoft guy." Um, but she is doing exactly what she needs to be doing. Um, you know, I'm we we all see the stats that we don't have a lot of women CEOs, and that is certainly true, and that does need to change. But it might be that a lot of the women are where they need to be and where they want to be, and that might not be as the CEO. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're 100% right. I think there's a lot of women that would like to be a CEO, and mm-hmm. they don't even know that that option's available. Right. So this comes back to when we're willing to be honest with ourselves, mm-hmm. and even what would we like our life mm-hmm. to be like in five years, then we get to choose. Right. Not because you're the woman, therefore you will never have this position, mm-hmm. which unfortunately, i got to tell you, is still happening oh. in the world. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And Especially it, where you deal worldwide with companies. I do. And it's crazy for me because mm-hmm. it's like, it's not... Hmm, we're in 2020. Mm-hmm. I would like to have a different kind of conversation with my own children. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and hopefully, and I mean, we have seen things change. Be nice if they changed a heck of a lot faster. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I want to come back. It's not mm-hmm. about men against women and it's right. not a man's fault. It mm-hmm. really is that each of us has to be willing to stand up and mm-hmm. be leaders, right. whether we have a title that says vice mm-hmm. president or manager or mm-hmm. supervisor or not. When you become the leader of your life and living, mm-hmm. you become the inspiration. You right. become the invitation mm-hmm. for so many others. And that's the piece. Because mm-hmm. then you're actually guiding and saying, okay, yes, I would like to be CEO. Or mm-hmm. no, I, that's not really what's going to make me mm-hmm. happy. Right. You know, and I love in the book, hold the book up. Yeah. Um, so again, it's called America's Leading Ladies Who Positively Impact the World, Stories of Courage, Challenge, and Triumph. You talk about the fact that in in your chapter and all these absolutely phenomenal women, including, like we said, Oprah and Melinda Gates and and people like that, Um, and we'll talk more about how you got in this group, holy schmoly, Um, but in your chapter, you talk about the fact that we, as as women, have got to, as you said, stand up for ourselves, so we have to be financially aware, you know, all of these various things that... Yeah, you know, we've we've let other people do and and we've done it in our careers too. You know, it's like, oh, that's my manager. They'll make sure if there's a good position, I'll get promoted for it. No, no, no. We need to be the ones that are taking responsibility for it. You have to take charge of your own mm-hmm. life. And whether it's at work, it's in your personal life, mm-hmm. and not sit back and like you said, hope someone else has your back. You have to be willing to have your own back. Mm -hmm. And with financial awareness, I've got to tell you, I mean, I've done a lot of work in as an executive hiring people personally myself, and I've been in situations in companies of uh, advising others Mm -hmm. in recruitment. And still, there is a 25% difference in pay between a man and a Mm -hmm. woman. And it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just the numbers still are astonishing Mm -hmm. to me. 
But if you're not willing to even look at what you're worth Mm -hmm. outside this organization, how will you even know? Right. And that's the piece. It's Mm -hmm. our willingness to educate ourselves. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not telling anyone to quit their job. I'm not telling Mm -hmm. anyone to argue with the people Mm -hmm. that are their managers or any. This is not about fighting for or against. Mm -hmm. Fight doesn't work. Right. But it's the willingness to have awareness. Mm -hmm. Like, look at your finances. Most women come from very high-powered positions and become stay-at-home moms. Mm -hmm. And yes, they're still managing the day-to-day lives of their husbands, their children, their Mm -hmm. household, and still they don't know everything that's going on in their finances. Right. You know, and, 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 you know, of course, money is, is not one of those fun discussions to have, um, especially in a marriage, you know, and, and so we're not saying that you're going to look at it and get combative, that you're going to fight. You know, like, but, but you need to know, well, now, wait a minute, how much do we pay for the mortgage every month? Um, how much am, am I spending on food, you know, on, on all of these things? And, and so it definitely needs to be that partnership of, you know, what's going on now, you know, in, in my situation, my husband manages our finances, you know, I'm just, but, but, it, but that's what he does. I mean, you know, for, for a living. And so that kind of makes sense that he does that, but I, he, you know, he's, he's like, what do you need to know? And there's, there's nothing that I don't at least have access to, um, you know, and, and now do I care? Am I going to look at, okay, what's our 401k today? No. I mean, that's just not me. But if I wanted to, I could. And to me, I think that's, that's a big part of it is you don't have to know the nitty gritty details, but if you want to know it, you can. Yeah. I say get to know the nitty gritty. You need to I know. know what your life is all about. But see, okay, I'm going to tell you. I deal a lot also with executives who end up getting divorced, whether it's men or or anything else. Mm -hmm. And, and most have no clue Mm -hmm. what is happening in their finances. And one of the biggest stress points in business or in their personal life Mm -hmm. is the finances. Mm -hmm. So it's not about hiding from it. Like you said, Mm -hmm. you have access if you want, and Mm -hmm. that's a choice for you Mm -hmm. if you want to do it or not. But most people, it's not even a choice, right? It's mm-hmm. something that got decided for them. Mm-hmm. So that's when I say this is not about battling with your husband or wife or anything like that. It's that willingness to actually be a partner mm-hmm. and sit down and educate yourself so that you know, mm-hmm. not from the nitty gritty that I'm about to scrutinize every penny mm-hmm. that's spent. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. But when you're both aware of your finances, what's coming in mm-hmm what's going out. And most don't realize they have more coming in than they realize is actually coming in. Mm -hmm. And you can expand and grow Mm -hmm. your finances. You can make more money with your money Mm -hmm. if you actually have a better, clear idea of what is it. Mm -hmm. And, And I always say the other piece of this is it's not just about saving in your 401k, but it's, there's an honoring of you money that also needs to be generated. Mm-hmm. And this is a tool actually from Wealth Creators Anonymous. Mm-hmm. And it's, you take whatever amount of money is coming into your life, into your business or whatever, you put 10% away. Mm-hmm. This is not money to be touched, not money mm-hmm. to be invested or anything like that. But it's the willingness to start really feeling like mm-hmm. money is no longer the problem. Right. And it honors you and what you're doing. And if at the mm-hmm. beginning, 10% is too much, don't worry about right. it. You don't have to do 10%. But the minute, like I used to, my, when I first started my, my business 11 years ago, 10% off the top on all my consulting fees went to different charities. Nice. And then I realized, wow, that feels so amazing. It feels mm-hmm. so great. Mm-hmm. And when I learned about the honoring me eight years ago, mm-hmm. It's different when you honor you right. and your business first mm-hmm. and then send money to mm-hmm. charity or elsewhere right. because there's this other energy that's there mm-hmm. and it just, and I've seen every single client that's actually done this exponentializes their money, mm-hmm. not just even the simple growth, but it mm-hmm. ends up making so much more because there's you being aware of your finances. Mm-hmm. Right. 
You know, and of course, you know, we need to teach our children this. Yes. Um, you know, they don't teach classes. And, and it's funny because, you know, on Facebook or, you know, in the news or wherever, it'll make the news when they're saying, oh, my gosh, we're having a life skills class. You know, I, I have, you know, younger friends who do not have a bank account. You know, they, they have a variety, you know, and I'm like, okay, that's just confusing to me. And, you know, and, and all of these things, but, you know, I, I have some friends who taught their children, you know, you, you, you have money coming in from whatever, you know, whatever resources you tithed to the church, you saved X amount. And then if you had some left, then you got to go have fun. And those kids are now adults that are very good at managing their money. Um, you know, and, and, you know and, and I grew up when you couldn't really get credit cards very easily, especially as, as, a, you know, as, as a young adult. And so you had to learn to manage your money and, and all of these various things. And, and, you know, and, and now when you toss in things like Bitcoin and oy, you know, all these, these things, I mean, that gets really confusing. But you know, we need to be teaching the children and you know, how to be managing money and, and how to deal with it. Like you said, most of us did not learn mm -hmm. about money. We need to educate ourselves about mm -hmm. money. Now, I did. I was teaching my kids very early on mm -hmm. about not just saving money, but mm -hmm. using your money to create more money. Right. And when I look, I still have access to my kids' bank account. I just keep seeing the money just getting higher Ooh. and higher, and I'm so mm -hmm. proud of them. Mm -hmm. But the difference there is it's not about depriving you of mm -hmm. something that you'd like to right. buy. But it's the willingness to say, okay, I actually have financial awareness of mm -hmm. how much money is coming in, how much mm -hmm. money is going out. And I put aside this, whatever you want to call it, the honoring me, make it be whatever percentage mm -hmm. you like. But as long as that's there, that is money not to be spent. You can convert it to gold or something else that you mm -hmm. know is going to retain its value. Mm -hmm. But it's not to buy a house. It's not to right. buy a horse. You it's know. not your vacation fund, or no, it's not vacation. Mm -hmm. That you can add something else. Mm -hmm. But what I what they realized is they don't have to sacrifice one for the other. Right. Then they can create a life that mm -hmm. includes the enjoyment, the vacations, mm -hmm. the hanging out with friends and mm -hmm. eating food, to also paying the bills on time, mm -hmm. if not early, building credit mm -hmm. in establishing credit in America. It's mm -hmm. or in, in other countries they use cash for everything. Credit right. cards are this very small mm -hmm. thing. But in America, it's actually important. If you don't mm -hmm. have any credit, right. then how are you gonna buy a house? Like it's oh, just really weird. Or get a job. Thing. I mean, you know, yeah, look at how many businesses now and it doesn't matter. I mean it can be, you know, a clerk at at a gas station. They run your credit. Um, yeah. you know, and, and so, yeah, you have to have a good credit report. Definitely. Definitely. And that's the other thing. Most don't educate themselves mm -hmm. to know, Hey, I have this credit line. Mm -hmm. Do I need this much credit? Right. Yeah. Because every store you go into, would you like to apply for our credit card? And we'll give you a 10% discount. Sounds pretty cool, right? No. no. <laughs> I say no. I, I, I don't know. If I, I've never said yes, actually, because that's not how I'm going to get the credit. I'm actually mm -hmm. going to take time to look. Mm -hmm. What do the different credit cards offer? Right. Mm -hmm. Which one's going to benefit the business? Right. Which one's mm -hmm. going to benefit me? The rewards that you get in return. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times people base it on, oh, this is free per year. Mm -hmm. But the free per year may not always be the best right. choice for mm -hmm. what's going to create greater for mm -hmm. you in your life and your mm -hmm. business. So it really is, I keep coming back, that financial mm -hmm. awareness, the willingness to be more aware and educate mm -hmm. yourself. Right. You know, and we talk a lot on this program about the fact that business owners frequently have no clue. Yeah. You know, and 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 that's, you know, that's that's scary. Um, you know, and, and it's you know, obviously there are many businesses, especially when they're small and, and maybe even starting out where it is, you know, hand to mouth, you know, they're, they're doing good to make it through the month. But, you know, if you're planning long-term, then you're not just making it through the month. Um, you know, when you've got those goals and when, you know, I'm not saying, you know, that your goal is to have X number of dollars in the bank. Maybe it's that you have X number of clients, you sold X number of products, all of those various things, because everything else comes from that. But when you're just so focused on, I have to do my job, I have to do this, you know, you're never going to hit that, that big 
point where you're thinking, wow, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And for me, I work a lot with entrepreneurs. I'm an entrepreneur myself mm-hmm. and I love, I work with startups. I work with established organizations. And the first thing I'm going to say is that most of us make silly decisions thinking we're saving money. Right. And saving money is not always the best thing, but it's the willingness to see what can I add to the business today? Mm -hmm. Who can I add to the business today? And create a model that works for your business. You know, most people think my option is either to hire someone full-time, part-time, or to bring in a consultant. Mm -hmm. There's different ways of carving out finding someone that actually is going to work and grow with your business Mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. And if you're willing to think outside the box you'll realize you'll create something that works for you, the business and the other person. Right. So I just have to keep saying, what if nothing looks the way you've defined it to Mm -hmm. be? And if you're willing to just stay in the question of what will create greater, Mm -hmm. what can I add? Who can I add that will allow the business to grow? That will allow the services to grow, allow the products to grow Mm -hmm. and be willing to make mistakes. Right. As long as you're not bankrupting something, and even that you can get over. But yeah, the mistakes aren't going to be probably something that, that is catastrophic. But mistakes are sometimes the best right. witnesses for mm-hmm. things and give mm-hmm. you such more ideas. And so, you know, I, I know so many people that are like, oh my God, I want to start my own business, mm-hmm. but until I have everything ironed out. And right. So oh, we must have every duck in that row. Mm-hmm. That, then you'll never have a business. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just never going to happen. Yeah, yeah because it, it won't be perfect. No. I started, when I went on my own, I was a senior vice president of programs and services for a not-for-profit organization. Mm-hmm. And when I started my consulting business, it was 2009 when everyone else was being laid off. Right. The world was mm-hmm. bankrupt, <laughs> practically. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of the most difficult times and people thought I was psychotic. They right. thought, you're leaving a good job? You have a guaranteed mm-hmm. salary that's coming mm-hmm. in every single two weeks. Mm-hmm. Why would you not, why would you choose this? And it's because there's something inside that I knew. My awareness was that there's something greater to be created. Mm-hmm. And for me to do that, I couldn't be part of one organization. Right. I really needed to go on my own mm-hmm. and be able to work with many organizations. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're willing to just stay in that energy and willingness to also get it wrong and Mm -hmm. ask people information, let people assist you. Mm -hmm. So often we want to do everything ourselves, but you know what? There's so many people that can help make it so much better Mm -hmm. and you'll make it work. And we celebrate it. We're in our 11th year now. Wow. Yeah. We finished 10 years uh, Mm -hmm. a few months ago. And so like, it really is, if you're willing to follow what it is that you're really desiring mm-hmm. in life, you can make it happen. Great. You know, and I love when I get to talk to millennials. You know, everybody's like, ew, millennials. Oh, I, love, I love it. And now, granted, when I'm talking to them, especially for this, they have their own business. I mean, you know, they, they have their, their, you know, their little proverbial acts together. But when I compare them to baby boomers, you know, we still want to do things through a traditional way. You know, there's this, this, this box and we can't get out of this little box. And millennials are like, why can't I work from home at midnight? Yep. You know, and, and I'm going, well, and, and all these various things. And, and that's what I love. And, and of course, every generation has been successful. Every generation does it different. And every generation learns from the others. But I really do love that millennials are like, what do you mean I can't do it that way? That's the way I'm going to do it. You know, and where they don't even listen to the person who says you can't do the, you know, they're, they're, and, and they're having such success because there are no constraints on them. Now, you know, hopefully, yes, they're still, you know, wise on some things, you know, like, uh, you know, some of the things that you have to be, you know, you, you know, and, and, but even on some of those, they're like, eh. Yeah, whatever. Um, they're not. They're really not afraid to fail. Um, you know, because they know. You know what? It's not the end of the world. Well, and I think so often we learn Generation X, Generation Y, baby boomers. Like we all have different strengths and gifts that we bring mm-hmm. to it. And one thing I love about my projects that I get to work with is I get a mix of different generations mm-hmm. and we bring them together and they all have these great ideas that right. we can 
put together and build from. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's one generation that has it right. There is no one who has it right. But I would say the one aspect is our willingness maybe to get out of the yes and no Mm -hmm. and just say, okay, what's possible we haven't even thought about yet. Mm -hmm. Right. That can work for any generation. Mm -hmm. And you're going to find different people function differently. Like, during the day is very loud. There's a lot of activities going on. And some people, literally, the evening hours mm-hmm. is when they have their peace and right. quiet and mm-hmm. can be creative and think. Mm-hmm. So maybe that works in mm-hmm. adding someone who's in a different time zone right. than you or someone that is mm-hmm. a different age and is choosing that. For me, mm-hmm. I don't sleep much. <laughs> you know, and I can keep creating and creating mm-hmm. and creating. So I can be your structured person and Mm -hmm. I can also be this randomness of all over the place. And so it really is find the person that's going to work for you and your business. Mm -hmm. And we're going to help you do the things that you don't want to do. Right. Yeah. You know, and and of course a a big part of being the leader is being able to meld all of the different work styles, um, you know, and, 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 you know, there's, there's give and take, you know, if you have a staff meeting at nine on Monday morning and you're saying everybody has to be there. Okay. You know, but maybe for everybody else, they are able to work remotely. Um, you know, all of these, very, and we may, we may be forced to have to figure some of this stuff out. I mean, you know, one of the things that, that has come out recently is, is about coronavirus where they're saying, you know, folks, you need to start planning on the fact you're going to have to work, to work remotely. You know, your kid's school might be closed down. Your office might be closed down. All these various things. And I think, it, you know, as, as bad as this could be, I think it could really also force us to think, wow, you know, this worked. It worked for us to have a staff meeting via Zoom at four in the afternoon because we had everybody in all these different time zones, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and, and all of these things. And, and again, I love that, you know, we have to sometimes, sometimes we're forced to make these changes, but it's better if we, you know, if we just kind of come about it, but, um, but yeah, it's the workplace is definitely changing. Well, what's interesting is this morning I was having a meeting with people in Kazakhstan Mm -hmm. and one of them lives in Milan and Mm -hmm. she's in the IT business Mm -hmm. and she's home because of the virus and not personally affected, Mm -hmm. but her office Mm -hmm. has quarantined the office and Mm -hmm. they've asked everyone to work from home. Mm -hmm. Now she, she has lived most of her life in IT. So Hmm. working remotely has been Mm -hmm. them. But she said there are so many people that just don't even know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, right. this is so foreign. They're mm-hmm. so used to being mm-hmm. in Italy. It's all about communicating mm-hmm. in person to them. Right. So it is this new adventure mm-hmm. that they're going to have to figure out. Now, I'm hoping we don't all have to be quarantined right. mm-hmm. to figure out some of the beauty mm-hmm. of the remote mm-hmm. workforce. But it is. Like, you really have to find what's going to mm-hmm. work for you to expand your business. Mm-hmm. You know, and as as you said, part of that is being able to stand up for ourselves, to have our own voice. And so, but, you know, that's very difficult for some people, you know, for many people. You know, so how do you work with people to, to show them how they can find their own words? Yeah. Wow. So I... I- I, actually, I know that's like a whole big thing. <laughs> so I do this class. It's called, it's a seminar. It's called right voice for you. It's three days. So we wow. help people figure this out in three days. Um, and actually it ends up just being a stepping stone. But mm-hmm. the first thing, like I was saying earlier with you, it's the willingness to start with you. Mm-hmm. Be honest with you. You know, we have this monkey mind and this chatter in our head always. Of all and all those voices from everybody else. You can't do it that way. Exactly. All the I cannot do. <laughs> all the I am wrong and mm-hmm. I did this wrong. Mm-hmm. Like really be willing to put the chatter away and mm-hmm. really like even put a list together. Because I think a lot of times people from a very young age lost their voice. Mm-hmm. And so for them, even asking, what is your voice? They don't even know what that right, is. Right. So start a list. You mm-hmm. know, what are things that you actually enjoy? 
Mm-hmm. What do you enjoy doing? What do you enjoy learning about? What do you enjoy talking about? Mm-hmm. What do you, what ideas do you have for today mm-hmm. and the future? And then once you start putting some of this together, even like the first one that you write down, it's going to get you into thinking of other stuff. Mm-hmm. But most of us take for granted the gifts that we have, the talents right. that we have. We mm-hmm. assume everybody else knows how to do it and mm-hmm. do it easily. Mm -hmm. Mm, No, if it comes natural for you, chances are that might be one of the ways you can actually Mm -hmm. add more income into your life. Right. Mm -hmm. It's easy for you, but not easy for the rest Mm -hmm. of the world. Um, So it starts with that honesty with yourself Mm -hmm. and really putting away the... um, the lies of you. Mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how to, how else to explain mm-hmm. it, but really that. And then start asking questions for each of them. Mm-hmm. Like if you actually have something that's going on at work, and this is one thing that a lot of times people contact me for, for coaching sessions, is that something's going on. They either want to get a raise at work mm-hmm. or they have conflict with somebody else that's going on or they actually would like to, to step them. They create the path to be able to get promoted. Mm-hmm. And, um, and one of the first places that I start is like, what ideas do you have that you haven't been willing to share? Hmm. Right. And, and a lot of those are ones that that little voice has said, it's stupid. It's not important. All, like all those nasty negatives. Oh, everyone else will figure it out. This mm-hmm. is silly, you know, whatever right. the things are. And, mm-hmm. and what they realize is, okay. And then looking at it, okay. It's not about, I, I'm not advocating for people to become problem makers and to complain. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about those kinds of people, (laughs) but I'm saying when you have an idea, a creative idea that can really improve the organization, Mm -hmm. don't shy away from your voice then, Mm -hmm. but be willing to also know what can people receive from this right now. And when you start to do it from that way, you know, I have to position this a little bit different because mm-hmm. my boss may need to hear it differently. Mm-hmm. Or I may have 10 ideas, but it's not time to share 10. What if mm-hmm. I start with one and start to open right. the doors and the conversations? Mm-hmm. But most people either go right in or mm-hmm. they don't. Mm-hmm. It's this one or the other. Instead of, okay, what can I start with mm-hmm. that opens the door to the conversation? Right. And allow there to be pause moments for the person to think. Mm -hmm. Especially if they're not used to you saying something. Exactly. And don't try to get it perfect. Because see, Mm -hmm. most of us don't say because we're waiting to get the words right. Mm -hmm. If you just even ask, what can I say that they can receive? Mm -hmm. You'll have the words that will just come straight out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, you know, I, I just say, Take whatever those things are. The more authentic you are, the more you're not trying to mimic everybody else, the more you're not trying to be your boss, the real you, when you're mm-hmm. being you, you're irresistible and people want to listen and they want to hear more. Mm-hmm. So if you have this personality that's a jokester, you have fun with it, do that. Humor mm-hmm. gets so far. Right. Get rid of the seriousness. Seriousness mm-hmm. is probably not you and it doesn't work. And the minute you go serious, you make them have their walls up anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're thinking, what is, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, one tool I love to share with everyone is that most of us don't realize we're walking around with walls and barriers. Mm-hmm. So it's that baggage, you know, you've been carrying around. Right. Mm-hmm. So before you have a conversation with a coworker, with your lover, with your boss, whoever, just say barriers down mm-hmm. and like energetically bring those walls down mm-hmm. to the earth. And when you do that, I mean, let's just do that now. I'm deaf. I mean, if you just like any barriers or, or any walls that we have, would we be willing to actually just bring them down? Mm-hmm. And when you do that, and you walk in where you have no walls, then someone else doesn't have the ammunition to throw their ball at you Mm -hmm. to resist and come back harder. Right. That becomes a defensive game. So Mm -hmm. when you go with, it's okay if they don't like this idea. Mm -hmm. I have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. The best is we can gain something of a new creative Mm -hmm. idea. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I have no expectations then you're sharing from sincerity. You're sharing from true creativity. Mm -hmm. You give them a reason to listen. Right. 
you know, and, and those barriers are frequently there because we're protecting ourselves. You know, we, we know somebody's going to say that's a stupid idea or, you know, how dare you interrupt me or, or any of those things. And so when we have that barrier, our conversation flows from that. You know, we're, we're that, you know, I hate to bother you, but, or, you know, all these various things. And, and yeah, when that barrier is not there and you're thinking, you know what, the worst they can say is no. <laughs> but if your mindset is that they're going to hate it and automatically going to say no, you will create that. Right. You, the way you present it kind of gives them that easy way out. You know, you're exactly. saying you probably don't want to hear this, but, you know, it's going to be too expensive. I mean, you, you give them the way to say no to it before they ever even open their mouths. Exactly. And if you're really doing it from that sincere place that you're looking to improve the organization, mm -hmm. you, you have information. Each of us works with clients very differently, and we're going to have different awarenesses, different information, different ideas that are mm -hmm. going to come up. And no one's going to have that. It's just mm -hmm. you and your uniqueness. And so if someone wants to hear it, great. And if they don't, that's okay too. Right. But I wonder how often we have shut that door before mm -hmm. it's even open because of our own mindset. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Because of our own walls and barriers that mm -hmm. we already went into defense. Mm -hmm. So one thing I share is please defense gets you nowhere. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. You know, and, and yeah, because we do when we're defensive. Well, for one thing, a lot of times, like you said, we don't even try, you know, we talk ourselves out of it before we ever even get there. Um, you know, and, and, and then, you know, you've got the whole body language thing, you know, you go in and you're kind of, you know, and, and all these various things. And, and again, you know, if they, if they tell you, no, it's not the end of the world, you know, and, and now can it hurt your feeling? Well, yes, you know, and, and they can certainly say cruel things and, and things and, and, and you might really think it's the greatest thing in the world, but again, is it something that is life shattering? Probably not. But what if you turned it around? What if you're willing to make money for every no that you get? Ooh. Like we make it so significant and mm -hmm. so serious and like like our idea is the only idea. And if someone doesn't say yes, then we're wrong. But right. what if you're not wrong? Mm -hmm. What if by you willing to have your voice, you actually inspired others to mm -hmm. speak up as well? Right. Mm-hmm. And what if this idea can become your new side business? Mm -hmm. Like, you just never know where this mm -hmm. one little idea can spark right. and, and, and trickle mm -hmm. to. So I always say, something we learned is judgments. It's either mm -hmm. good or it's either bad. Right. But if you are willing to say, okay, what if it's not good or bad? Mm -hmm. It was it just, just I was shared and it mm -hmm. just is. For every no that I get, what if I make money? Mm-hmm. And then it's more from this relaxed place and energetically, when you have no walls, it's been scientifically proven. When you have these walls, you actually make less money every year. Right. When you have no walls, you also have more income that comes mm -hmm. into your bank account every year. So if, if we can use that theory, mm -hmm. what if we made more money? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, you know, and you know, say you've got a, a client, you know, you're a consultant, you know, and, and you think, wow, they really should be doing X. Yep. You know, and, but now you can either talk yourself out of saying something because it's not your place, it's not, you know, all those various things, or you can say, hey, I've got this idea. And, you know, and again, they say yes or they say no. If they say no, it's like, hmm, how can I rethink this? Because you know, I still think it's a great idea. So maybe we need to go about it differently. Um, you know, or if they say yes, <clears throat> hello, then you charge them for it. <laughs> you know? I, one thing I learned a long time ago in consulting is that you cannot want the client's business to grow and improve more than they do. Right. Because then all you're doing is you're pushing your idea to them and all they have to do is exactly what I just said, mm -hmm. add defense and mm -hmm. push back. Yep. But if it's you, you are there as their advocate, you're mm -hmm. there as this creative thinker and you have no expectation of mm -hmm. them doing it. Mm -hmm. That means you cannot think this is the perfect idea. It has right. to be just one of the many possible ideas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
then you allow a conversation mm-hmm. to take place. Right. You allow it to be their idea. Mm-hmm. You allow them mm-hmm. to tell you this is what they want. Right. Once again, what do they require to hear? What are they required to see? Mm-hmm. What can you put in place that actually empowers them to choose it? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you, you make it impossible for them to say no. You know, and, and, and now, you know, granted, they, they still might. But, but yeah, the, the more you think about, okay, now how can I do this so that it's impossible for them to turn down? You know, most of the time they are going to say yes. But remember, by you saying them turn it for them. See, not- I put that barrier up, didn't I? You already have expectations. <laughs> mm-hmm. It doesn't work because they learned from when they were two years mm-hmm. old that the minute mommy had expectation, they had mm-hmm. to say no. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're really using an adult who mm-hmm. still thinks like they were two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Even though we think they're adults. Mm-hmm. So we have to lower our walls and barriers mm-hmm. so they don't have their mm-hmm. walls to shove against ours. Right. You know, then it actually is a conversation mm-hmm. that can take place. But it really has to be that we have no mm-hmm. secret agenda that this is right and the only way to do it. Right. You know, and, and of course, that's in, in many circumstances, that's how we're approaching things. You know, I, I have this perfect idea. You know, if you don't accept it, you're the idiot. You know, so that's a totally different wall and barrier. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, it, it ultimately comes back to, you know, that open, free conversation, um, you know, which is just, it's, it's, it's so difficult, especially because we're not really used to doing it. But you know, what happens though, is by your willingness to have no point of view and you share that idea, you actually get more information from them because mm-hmm. then you know what their resistance is, right. you know mm-hmm. what, what, and you also know their pain points differently. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the questions is what keeps you up at night and mm-hmm. that's what everyone thinks. But in reality, a lot of times, even CEOs, there's so much they're holding back because mm-hmm. they don't want you to know. Right. And you open that door and you allow the conversations to get started, mm-hmm. you then allow the truth mm-hmm. to seep through. Right. Their real concerns, their mm-hmm. real ideas, their real fears, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then you can position whatever this is to actually fit more of what they require mm-hmm. versus what you from the outside think is the solution. Right. And even as an employee, I mean, everything I'm sharing can be cross sexes, cross genders of... And and organizations, nonprofits, (laughs) family, all those various things. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We don't realize we walk around 99% of the time with walls and barriers. Mm -hmm. And when that goes away, you're going to find, one, you'll have more energy. You're not as tired Mm -hmm. as often. Right. Because you're not fighting. You're mm-hmm. not fighting to, to fight towards something or mm-hmm. fight against it. You're actually, like you said, it just is. Mm-hmm. And you get to use that information to your advantage. Right. You know, and, and a big part of those barriers that, that we have is, is guessing what's going on with them. You know, they're, they're going to say no, because they're not going to like this because they don't like me because, you know, and, and, and we're trying to figure out what's going on in their brains or in their situation. And we have no idea, um, you know, and, and, and that's, I think one of the bigger things too, is, you know, we see them, you know, maybe they look, they look cranky today. So, oh, I can't, I can't go there. Well, you know, maybe they had gas, <laughs> you, know, you never know, um, you know, and, 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 you know, it's, it's all of this second guessing that we do that we did. When we were little, right? You know, you didn't go ask mom for that cookie because she's banging the pans around. Or is she banging the pans around because there's a bug? I mean, you know, you never know. Yeah. But, you know, one thing I found, it's a super easy tool that I shared earlier. What do they require to hear? Mm -hmm. And what can they share with me that I don't already know? Right. And you'll realize just by those, even in your head, you don't have to say it out loud. Mm -hmm. You will get information. You will get awareness. They will spew information Mm -hmm. at you. Mm -hmm. But it has to be you have no walls and barriers. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, because they're, of course, doing the same thing. They have their barriers up. Um, you know, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's just that free flow of communication that, that has to happen. But when you have no wall and barriers, theirs melts away. 
They can't hold theirs in place. Mm-hmm. You know, I always say, do you remember like growing up, we played handball, you know, that big fat ball. Right, right. Uh-huh. The wall? Mm-hmm. Well, when you have walls and barriers, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Someone saying something, it's like that big ball hitting your wall. Uh-huh. It bounces and hits them harder. Right. So then they have to hit it even harder. Mm-hmm. But when you have no wall, Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, their anger, their mm-hmm. frustration, whatever their words are, is just going to pass. There's mm-hmm. nothing to stick to. Right. Falls down. Mm-hmm. They can't hold it up. Mm-mm. They can choose not to talk to you anymore, mm-hmm. but it's no longer there. Right. And that's when that free flow mm-hmm. of the truth mm-hmm. comes out. Right. Right. You know, when I was reading some of your materials, one of the things you talk about is, you know. It, cultural sensitivity and how, you know, so talk to me a little bit more about that because that really intrigues me. Yeah. Well, you know, I was telling you, I'm in a different country every week. Mm-hmm. So every country's different and right. what's appropriate and not appropriate. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've found is if you're willing to truly honor with no point of view what it is, mm-hmm. you can handle any conversation in mm-hmm. any environment right like I I mean just I've been to in the last four months probably 25 countries holy schmoly yeah I I was traveling for eight months straight actually (laughs) Mm -hmm. and some are more conservative like you have Japan and Tokyo it's a very different thing how you present your business card right yes I love that whole business card thing you know you you honor the business card because it's part of them but the willingness to educate yourself before mm-hmm. you get there. Right. Like there are some things I personally will not wear as clothing mm-hmm. when I'm in Tokyo. Yes. But I might wear when I'm in Rome. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's that, it's the honor of their culture mm-hmm. and what is appropriate to them, mm-hmm. but never give you up. Mm-hmm. It's not about you becoming them, but it's right. the willingness to know in mm-hmm. this environment, I may not speak this way to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in this environment, I'm going to make sure my money, it's not just their business card. They right. also receive cash in mm-hmm. Japan with two hands mm-hmm. given to them, you know, eye to eye. Mm-hmm. So it's just the willingness to know that. So it really is like I was in Russia. Russia is mm-hmm. very different than mm-hmm. Japan. And very rarely do you find a lot of people are laughing in in Russia. Mm -hmm. But that's just what their culture has been. And then get them in a room, I can't get them to stop laughing. Oh, yeah. And part of that, they have to get more familiar with you, things like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think a lot of times, especially people from the U.S., they come from the U.S. and go to another country Mm -hmm. and assume the rules of the U.S. follow everywhere they go. Mm Mm-hmm. No, that's where you actually have to be honoring and be aware mm-hmm. of the differences between the cultures, mm-hmm. not from a separation, but from your honoring of theirs. And then how can you use that to your advantage? Mm-hmm. I found many places, they want to learn more about the U.S. Right. culture. They want to know more. Like mm-hmm. Russia wanted to hear about Japan. They wanted mm-hmm. to hear about Mexico. Oh, they mm-hmm. wanted to hear about Brazil. You know, it's different. And then like, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Like I have, um, I have translators in every country. I have mm-hmm. promoters, I have hosts and how they function, how they communicate, how mm-hmm. they share information is different. Right. Brazil, they call each other. They mm-hmm. WhatsApp each other. They text each other. Mm-hmm. Japan do not call someone. Right. It's mm-hmm. not. Hmm. So it really is that it's not a one size fits all mm-hmm. and really take the time to get to know where you're going and where right. you're going to do business mm-hmm. and what's right. required. Well, and even here in the U.S., you know, granted, you know, the U.S. is is big. And so that's probably, you know, it's like a whole bunch of countries smooched together. I moved from Denver to Atlanta. And the first time when I went to a business association meeting yeah, and we all, we had an invocation before we ate that just because we would not have done that in Denver and you know and, and at the very same meeting I won the big door prize you know they and, and oh, I won a door prize and I go up it was a bible now this is a business association meeting 
I was just, and I'm thinking, you know, should I tell them, gee, I already have one or, you know, and, and of course I accepted it graciously and, 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 but I really was just totally blown away by the fact that that is just, and, and that's just how they do business. And, and one of the things I learned, especially if I'm having a business, a, a, a business meeting with somebody where food is involved, I learned very quickly to not start eating right away. Because many times they will do a, a quick silent prayer. Sometimes it's not even a silent prayer. And of course, you don't want to be shoveling your, your food in your face when they're praying. Um, you know, and, and so, yeah, it's just taking those you know, five, 10 seconds to kind of pause and, and say, okay, you know, to acknowledge them and honor them, as you, as you were saying. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm amazed still, like, how we have this world of oneness, like, mm-hmm. truly, like, Every, no matter where you are, there mm-hmm. might be difference in languages and how mm-hmm. things, but it's all the same foundation. Right. It's all mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. But yet, yes, like these little nuances. Mm-hmm. I worked a long time with a not-for-profit that was a religious not-for-profit. Mm-hmm. And on Wednesdays, they would have sermon, mm-hmm. um, you know, from 12 to mm-hmm. 1. And it was very interesting and very intriguing being part of that. Mm-hmm than some of my other consulting projects, right. you know, and um, also how different 12 to 1 on a Wednesday was than mm-hmm. how they would treat each other between right. and yeah, Friday. Yeah, like, wait a minute. <laughs> you all are kind of cutthroat and nasty the rest of the day. <laughs> I was blown away by how different just mm-hmm. that one hour once a week was. Right. And it really is. It's like... <laughs> You have to come from no point of view, mm-hmm. no judgments, but really right. start to see how mm-hmm. you can use every environment mm-hmm. to be advantage. Right. You know, and, and yeah, and as you said, use it to your advantage, not take advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it is, it's how, you know, how can you become part of that system? Um, you know, while still honoring yourself. And I mean, you know, that is, that is one of the very important things that, that we want to say is, you know, we're not saying that you're getting rid of yourself unless you choose to, but you know, it's not, you know, it's, 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 how can I, how can I become part of this? Yeah. I still say, don't give up you. Right. I think for so long, mm-hmm. it was always about best practices mm-hmm. in business. Like how is someone else doing it? How can we mm-hmm. mimic that into our right. organization and mm-hmm. make it work? And now it's not about that. People call mm-hmm. it authentic leadership. Mm-hmm. I don't call it authentic because it still has a lot of rules and regulations mm-hmm. with how authentic it right. is. Be you. Mm-hmm. The gift that you can bring to the world mm-hmm. is you being you. You become, you are genuine when you're mm-hmm. being yourself. You are bringing life into whatever environment that you're doing. And when you are willing to be you, you will have your own voice. Mm-hmm. You, right. not just sound, it'll be your body language. It is just the way that you share information. And that is what people love and thrive for mm-hmm. and it becomes an infection like they just want more and more and more of it because for the first time you're no longer judging them for mm-hmm. who they are mm-hmm. you're you're not even accepting you're allowing them to be who they want to mm-hmm. be right. and it's one of the greatest gifts to be you mm-hmm. yeah because we've all worked with the, the the fake people it's no fun I mean, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, it, it's, it's the yes man. You know, I don't want to work with somebody who's just going to tell me yes, just going to agree with me. All those things. Nah, that's, that's boring. Yeah. And, you know, the fake people don't even know they're being fake. That's what they're used to. They're mm-hmm. so used to duplicating and mimicking other people. Right. They don't even know they have permission to be themselves, mm-hmm. you know. But I'll tell you, it's funny. Like, I remember... <laughs> a board of directors meeting that I was facilitating and there was two people, they were like literally fighting. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were like, do, 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 do. Oh. And I asked them both one question mm-hmm. <laughs> and they looked at each other and they went, what were we fighting about mm-hmm. anyway? And then later they were hugging each other. Like right. it really is like, mm-hmm. Life doesn't have to be difficult. Right. We don't have to make it more complex than it is. Mm-hmm. And you being you takes all the fighting away anyway. Right, right. I love it. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the book because I love this book. I mean, you know, and 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 it has, I believe, what, 50 chapters? Was it that there were 50 different, minutes. you know, 50 fabulous women who, who um, contributed chapters to this. So how, you know, obviously you're a fabulous woman. You know, and, and, but how did you get to be part of this? I mean, it's just, it's fascinating. 
Because well, most of the names I don't recognize. Yeah. But there are, of course, the names you're like, okay, wow. It was a real interesting mix to be part of. So I was part of a book called Leaders and Legends, mm -hmm. and it had Steve Jobs and Deepak mm -hmm. Chopra, Susie mm -hmm. Orman. It had a whole slew of people. Mm -hmm. And it was about these different leaders mm -hmm. and this influence they've had in the world. Mm -hmm. And so the same publisher um, was creating this particular mm -hmm. book and uh, asked me to be part of it. And one of the things that she... The reason she reached out to me is she saw the feedback from all my tours around the world and the way that I was being dynamic leader in America, but also carrying that through in other parts of the world. Mm -hmm. And she said, I really would like you to be part of this adventure, mm -hmm. this new book. And I had to think about it, to be honest with you, because like, you know, I wanted a book that was going to represent me effectively, mm -hmm. too. Right. And it is. It's a mix of so many incredible mm -hmm. people. Like when you were talking about CEOs, you know, Ginny's uh, um, uh, in here, too, and she's the CEO of IBM, mm -hmm. you know, and, and other large organizations that are in here. And then you've got others who've been leaders, like you mm -hmm. said, that maybe their name just hasn't been out there. Right. And um, it's been just, I don't know, such an honor to be part mm -hmm. of this and read their stories. Mm -hmm. And like it says, it's stories of courage, challenge, and triumph. But it's mm -hmm. really about tools of how can you be a right. leader in your own mm -hmm. life today? Mm -hmm. Not wait till you go to school and learn mm -hmm. how to do that, but how can you take what you've already done in life and mm -hmm. actually recognize what you've done? Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and it, it, it's, it, you know, the, the parts that I've read, I haven't read all of it. It's not, oh, woe is me, mm -hmm. which I think a lot of people might think, oh, you know, well, it's stories of courage, you know, and it, no, it's not, I had these horrible things happen to me. It's, you know, this is the way it was. And it's, it's funny because when, we, when men tell their stories of courage, challenge, and triumph, it is positioned differently. You know, we're, we're like, oh, wow, look what he's overcome. And women, I mean, a lot of times like, we do. We think, oh, they're going to whine. And this book is, of course, the exact opposite of that. Yeah. Well, I don't know that the triumph and the challenges was the target. I think the target was we have all had difficult moments mm -hmm. in our lives. Right. Everybody. Mm -hmm. Every single person mm -hmm. in the world can say they've had difficult mm -hmm. moments. And yet we didn't let it stop us. Mm -hmm. We continued becoming leaders. Right. And, you know, like, I, I don't know, maybe there's like one paragraph of my story of, you know, leaving Iran or stuff mm -hmm. like that. But it that wasn't the focus. Right. Really to see, like, one of the things that I personally actually love about my mind is that most people think of being a leader and they think of today. Mm -hmm. And I'm inviting them to not just think of today, but how can you be a leader of your life, right. your business, your mm -hmm. career for today and for tomorrow? Because mm -hmm. it's not just about today. It is today creates your tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are some people that through challenges, they give up. Mm -hmm. Right. And what if you didn't have to ever mm -hmm. give up or mm -hmm. ever stop, but not allow you to give up on you? Right. You know, and, and, and it is, I mean, you know, of course, the thing with the challenge is it is difficult, um, you know, and, and sometimes it does not have a good outcome, but you can still get there and have done it your way. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I come back to when we were talking earlier, we learned these judgments of it's right, it's wrong. You're mm -hmm. either right or you're wrong. But what if every single challenge wasn't about, are you bad or good or right or wrong, mm -hmm. but it became more of, if that no longer was a challenge, what mm -hmm. possibilities did it bring right. into your life? Mm -hmm. What possibilities did it help expand? Mm -hmm. For me, I had a choice at the age of seven. Hide, because now I'm going from one country to another, right. or get to know everyone, because mm -hmm. I never know how long I'm staying. Mm -hmm. And that's been my motto in mm -hmm. life, is how can you get to truly try everything? Right. Yeah. 
you know, and, and, and whether it's in your personal life, your professional life, all of those things, you know, don't, don't be afraid. And, and, you know, that is, of course, the, we, we still, you know, back to those barriers, you know, we know, we know, let's, you know, we are honest, things won't always work out. But if you didn't give it the best shot, well, of course, it's not going to work out. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> it's so funny, because like, how much did we learn to mimic our own families and the oh. way that they handle challenges? Like, like I look at my kids, my kids are twins that are 23 mm-hmm. and you know, they're not kids anymore. They're right. young ladies. And we never looked at it, anything in life as a problem in my mm-hmm. household. Right. And I look at them and they're very optimistic mm-hmm. kids. And even when there's roadblocks, Mm-hmm. it's no longer how do I fight through it? It's right. like, okay, can I go to the right? Can yes. I go, left? Can I go I over? Up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because we now have all these other possibilities. Mm-hmm. It's right. not a one size fits mm-hmm. all. And if we're willing to truly have that in life, like no matter what's going on in your life today, you have a successful business, you have a business that's not doing well, mm-hmm. you have finance problems, you have a healthcare problem, you have, you know, wellness problems, you have a relationship, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What if it's just how it is today? Right. You erase what mm-hmm. happened 10 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Now what's available for mm-hmm. you to choose? Right. Who can you talk to? What can you add mm-hmm. to your life today? Mm-hmm that changes this. What new choices can you make? Because see, most of us look at, okay, this is a problem. So I have to fix it before I can have another something. Yeah. Go on to my next problem. (laughs) No. Sometimes you don't have to fix anything. You have to be willing to just try something different. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So sad, meow. (laughs) But yeah. And, and, and I, you know, I don't see that there's a difference really between generations, between sexes, any of those things. I mean, it's just, it is, you know, it, it is how we are, you know, because I mean, you know, I, I had a great aunt, she has, has passed away, but I mean, she was one of those was like, okay, that didn't work. We're going to go do something else. And, you know, and, and now she was kind of a brusque, she was a first grade school teacher. Ooh. And yeah, see, and, you know, and, and we just knew, you know, and, and so, you know, she just kind of, she didn't go around a lot of times she went through, <laughs> but she really did. Okay. Well that didn't work. So now we're going to go do this. Now I'm sure that there were times where, you know, things, you know, weren't like that, but that was the impression that we got from her. And, and, you know, and, and I always remember thinking that because her sisters were different. You know, and, and it was like, what, you know, what happened that she, now she was the oldest, you know, she was, she, you know, and, and so maybe that was, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just an interesting study when you're watching people like that. And I'm guessing you're watching twins, holy schmoly, you know, the, to see how they do things differently, um, you know, because they would have been raised pretty much the same, <laughs> you know? but to see, okay, now this one solved the problem this way. And this one, or I shouldn't say problem. This one, you know, got through this situation this way. This one got through this situation this way and just, you know, how they do that. And, and I would just think that'd be fascinating. Well, one thing that's funny is they're identical. So when they were born, ah. the doctor looked at the placenta and said, Hey, mm-hmm. these are, you know, mm-hmm. one egg that's split into two. Yep. So mm-hmm. When you see them, you would think they're identical mm-hmm. twins. They're going to do things right. they're identically. Mm-hmm. No, they're so different. Like one wants to be a doctor. One was a business major with marketing and sports management and mm-hmm. free law. Like, like they have a lot in common, mm-hmm. but one of the gifts from day one, literally mm-hmm. from the minute I was holding both my kids mm-hmm. like this, I never expected them to be the same. Right. You didn't dress them the same, right? Well, we did. Hey, some of that's kind of fun. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, I would, one would be pink or blue or right. like, try to do different, but they love the same outfit. So for a while, right. we had to buy it. Otherwise, they would fight with each other. <laughs> no, it's my turn to wear that. Mm-hmm. So, but one thing was, it's our expectation. Mm-hmm. You know, like if we are truly willing to, whether it's at work or at home, drop the expectations because mm-hmm. we can never let anyone meet our expectations. It's something we're mm-hmm. setting that no one else can ever right. But you can have targets, targets for the mm-hmm. business, targets for your life. And 
then invite people that are going to be able to contribute to Mm -hmm. that instead of making it the responsibility of your husband, your (laughs) wife, your children, your staff. Like we make it that it's people's responsibility Mm -hmm. to do the things we want them to do Mm -hmm. when they never even agree to it. Right. Well, and you never shared, you know, this is our goal. This is our target. You know, you can't be mad at them when they don't meet that if you never told them. And, you know, no matter what it is, yeah, they're not mind readers. Mm-hmm. Well, it comes back to communication. Mm-hmm. You know how we first started this? Truly, 99% of challenges at work is communication. Mm-hmm. 99% of problems at home is communication. Right. Like, even with our teenagers, even with our kids, mm-hmm. The way we parent, we are not communicating. We are not allowing that gifting and receiving of information. Mm -hmm. What we're doing is we're telling. And remember we talked about the whole walls and barriers? Mm -hmm. When you tell someone, you have your walls up and you're pushing that out to them. This is the way it will be. The first thing they do is defense, fight back. Right. Mm -hmm. And say no. (laughs) Yeah. Or they might do it. But they're the resentful teenager. (laughs) And it doesn't matter if they're 50 years old. They're still the resentful teenager. (laughs) You're so right. Yeah. The whole barriers and walls Mm -hmm. and pushing at them Mm -hmm. doesn't work no matter who it is. Right. Right. Well, oh my gosh, Lale, we oh, see this is why I keep a timer because we can go over and we did, we've gone over, but that's okay. We're having so much fun chatting. And we just scratched the surface on this because um, you know, I, I think it is it's it's very important. You know, and, and as you said, it's not just ma- male, it's not just female, it's you know, it's it's how to do all of this. And it will help all of us. You know, that's that's the thing, is it will help us be more prosperous in our personal lives, in our professional lives, all these various things. So until we can chat with you again, how do they find out more information and how do they connect with you? Well, the easiest way is lalehancock.com. Okay. It's L-A-L-E-H-H-A-N-C-O-C-K.com or mm-hmm. bellapimo.com. B-E- see, we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> B-E-L-A-P-E-M-O.com. Mm-hmm. And um, we're on social media, but like the website has this awesome contact us page and we'll get right. back to you very quickly. But you can get us on social, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, we're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And of course, the book. Show the book again. The book is on Amazon and, and I'm sure in bookstores everywhere. Um, it is. And we have a book launch that's happening this weekend in Florida. Perfect. Yay. And also, um, yeah, it's also Kindle version is available mm-hmm. if anyone's interested in that as well. And americasleadingladies.com has its own page. I love it. I mean, you know, and the funny thing, somewhere in, in my little Facebook connections, the book came up. And it wasn't you. So I'm not sure where, and it wasn't a sponsored post. I mean, somebody else was talking about it because then when I got your information, I went, that's ringing a bell. <laughs> and, and at the time I thought, oh my gosh, that looks like a really good book. So see, now I have my own copy. <laughs> well, like this really has been delightful. We definitely have to do it again. But until next time, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having a great time talking with Lale Hancock and everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.